The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. They slagged me off on the internet, right? A couple of years ago, I was running an ad, driving people to an offer where they could put their email address in and get a free report. And as soon as they put their email address in, there was the chance to buy something, a different product. And those people, a bunch of them went back to my Facebook ad and they commented and said, it's a scam. He said it's free and it isn't free. And just because they couldn't like differentiate between the thing that was free and the thing that was paid, despite the fact that I thought all of the copy and everything made it really obvious. And so it turns out I was wrong, but it did strike me at the time. Is this really the best way to start a long-term good relationship with these people who don't know me from Adam or Eve, or is there actually something I can do to build a long-term relationship rather than just trying to get this quick sale there and then in that process? Yeah. It's been called the SLO, the self-liquidating offer. It's been called the tripwire, whatever you want to call it. That moment they've just joined your list and then you say, Hey, thanks for joining my list. But what do you want to buy this thing? is definitely one approach that has worked. But Rob and I, well, we've been testing something else and it's working really, really well for us. We're going to talk about that in today's episode. He only watched the movie Titanic as a kid because the other kids told him it had boobies in it. It's hypnotist Robert Temple. And slightly more cultured and impressive than that, he can memorize an entire deck of cards in 60 seconds and they don't even have to be a new deck order either. It's mind reader Kennedy. (laughs) Let's kick off the show. of boobs in Titanic. I, mean, I don't remember much about boobs in Titanic. I remember lots about the film. Celine Dion, Leonardo DiCaprio. Not boobs. It's Kate Winslet when Leonardo DiCaprio is painting her like one of his French girls. He's laid there in nothing but the but this like sapphire type or something. Jewelry piece. Okay. You remember it vividly then? Do you remember that, what happens in the end of the film? <laughs> Sinks. We are here, and we're back, and we're, we are here every single week helping course creators, coaches, membership site owners make email marketing way less of a numbers game and put the odds back in your favor with harder-hitting, higher-converting, psychology-driven email marketing. That's why we're here. Hey, this is Rob and Kennedy. Hello. The email marketing heroes. As we mentioned at the beginning, we're here talking about is there an alternative to the tripwire or the self-liquidating offer? In other words, as soon as somebody opts in for your free thing and joins your list, should you just sell them something there and then and hope for the best, take a guess at what they might want to buy and put it in front of them? Or actually, is there a different route to getting that first sale? Yes. Before we get into that, if you've got a list of email subscribers, which we know you probably have, and we'll know that most of those people, or some of those people at least, have not purchased your main courses, programs, or membership. And that, that's pretty frustrating. One of the best ways of getting anybody to take action is to create some urgency. Look at what happens when there's a Black Friday sale or something like that. You build a whole bunch of excitement. And those things are just basically a flash sale. And that's a four or five day campaign usually, which gets people to get off their asses, 
Take action and buy your thing. If you're not already running a flash sale, we'll highly recommend you do so. In fact, to give you a little bit of a shortcut on what to put in the emails to build up that kind of excitement, we've grabbed our personal flash sale campaign out of our best-selling book, The Email Marketer's Game Plan, and we are giving it away for free. All you need to do to go and download that whole campaign with all of the emails, fill in the blanks, use it yourself to drive that kind of uh, attention and excitement is go to theemailmarketingshow.com slash flash sale email market the email marketing show.com slash flash sale and download our template and go and use those uh, it's it's yours for free absolutely now we will warn you when you go and put your name and email address in there we may try and sell you something right because we're marketers and that's what marketers do Dirty. and so we and so we should know, but that's partly because we're using our podcast as a method. And we just t- t- tell you all the secrets here, by the way. So sit down. Uh, we are using our podcast partly as a way of building a great relationship with you so that we're warming you up. We're seducing you. We're bringing you in. So hey, that when by you the way, go- you're looking really good today. all of you. Uh, And so when you go and subscribe to our list, we're much more likely to be able to to get you to want to buy something from us, just being frank and honest. If you don't want to, that's totally fine. But at least go and get the, the flash sale campaign. So, but there is an alternative to that when you're driving cooler traffic from colder sources. And that's really what we're going to focus on in this, in this episode. Now, the thing that I mentioned in the little story there at the beginning came about because You've, you've all seen it. When you opt in for a thing, and there's usually a bar across the top of the next offer page, and it says, great, I'm going to send the free report over to your email inbox. It might take 15 minutes to get there. So while you're waiting, have a read of this special offer. I mean, but the by the way, is, the only reason it takes 15 minutes, of course, is because we've set the delay timer in Infusionsoft to take 15 minutes. Like that's Right, because we know it's going to take them 15 minutes to read our page and buy this thing, right? What, right? <laughs> so, yeah. so, so here's the thing, right? Here's the problem, is that especially when you step outside of the sort of market marketing market. So when you step outside of the online marketing, digital marketing business space, Mm -hmm. people in other walks of life have not seen this stuff all that much. And therefore it's easy for them to land on a page, which clearly is selling them something and see that and to ignore or or just miss the very small, subtle reference to the action they just took. So if you are going to take the tripwire route, of course, you want to make sure that as soon as somebody opts in, the page they see immediately references the thing that just happened and what that means for them. However, what if there was something else that you could do? See, I think, especially when, you know, so many different people on your list are going to want so many different things and they're going to be in different places. It's really dangerous to just assume that all of them are going to instantly want, or a big chunk of them are going to instantly want that tripwire, that self-liquidating offer, which is just one of the many products you've probably got and you could pick and choose to put on that page. It's a dangerous choice. And if they do want that product, it would be dangerous to assume that the angle from which you are going to sell it to them, the headline you've got is the one that hits all of their individual pain points for all of your individual subscribers. So what if we just, first of all, let's just imagine we scrap the tripwire. Let's imagine you're not allowed to do that anymore. You're just going to get rid of it. You've got to do something else with that page. Let's talk about the psychology of what we want people to do there and then to deepen that relationship. And that's what it's about. It's about deepening that relationship. Look, one of the things that you've, if you've ever seen us speak at an event or if you've heard us on talking on other people's podcasts and stuff, a concept we often talk about is the concept we call becoming 3D. The number three, the letter D, just in case my accent's a bit mad when I say 3D. I've been told it is before. So it's because it's called, we call it becoming 3D. And it's basically the concept that if Rob emails you every single day, 10 times a day, how are you going to feel? You're going to feel pretty upset, quite pissed off, and 
almost certainly, regardless of how good-looking a lad or how canny he is, how funny those emails are, or how many llama references he gets to, or alpaca references he puts into those emails, he's probably going to piss you off and you're going to unsubscribe very quickly. Whereas... If you've signed up to receive receive our daily emails with inspirational business tips and help you out with your email marketing, if we don't email you every day, you're going to be upset. So we're going to do that. That's lovely. But how do we deepen our relationship? The only way to deepen a relationship with somebody is to see them more often. Look, if I go on a date with you, I'm not saying I want it, right? If I go on a date with you, though, and I don't call you for three months, how good is our relationship? Not very good. That's probably not going to go anywhere. Whereas if I do get in touch and we go out on another date the next week, then that could progress to somewhere. It's the same with any relationship you make online, offline, or whatever. If you see people regularly, you feel a much deeper connection with them. You get to know them better. You hear more different facets of their life and their business and their world. So on that thank you page, once they've opted in, why don't we do something, present them with things that allow them to connect with us in different channels? So yes, they're now on your email list. They might be hearing from you regularly. They should be hearing from you at least a couple of times a week, whatever your cadence happens to be. But then why don't we offer a whole bunch of other ways they can connect with you? So the first one we're going to talk about is to go over to your main social media channel. So for us, that's our Twitter. That's where we have our, our, our we have our weekly Twitter chat. We talk, which is email hour, hashtag email hour. We do all of that every single week on a Thursday. So we, we tell people, Hey, if you're on Twitter, we'd love you to come and hang out with us on there. We'll share really funny, engaging, cool, and informational, educational stuff on our Twitter. Come and join us on there. So that means we tweet about 10 times a day, at least usually. And that means, but because of the Twitter algorithm, how quickly that timeline moves, that's acceptable. In fact, for many people, they believe that's the minimum you should be tweeting. So yes, you might see a couple of tweets from us a day, on Twitter. So that's quite good. But what else could we be doing? So you're going to join us on Twitter. Some people will. Where else can they join us, Rob? So the second opportunity is if you're one of these people that's got a free Facebook group, which we have, the Email Marketing Show community, you can go and find it by searching those words on the Facebook group. We can link them to that. We can have a little thing saying, listen, we've got this amazing community. You can come and hang out. People talk about email marketing. They share their problems, their woes, and also their solutions and their wins. So come and hang out. It's a cool place to be. It's full of nice people. Rob and Kennedy are there too. Come and hang out. It's a cool group to be in. And we can drive people over to that. Again, another place to deepen that relationship. We're pulling them in. If you've got a forum, you know, then send them there. Whatever, whatever your community hub is going to be, make sure you draw people in and give them the opportunity to go and, to, to go and join it. Again, not everybody will, but they can. So here's a really strange one for you. So on that page, they've just opted in. We tell them about this thing we've got. Now, it's a bit strange. You might, I mean, it's a podcast, right? It's a, it's a, a podcast is a bit like where you say like an audio book, but like not from the 90s. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I do like audio books, actually. But, um, so we tell them about the podcast and they can listen to our stuff in their ears like you are right now. So, so that's another thing you can send them to. What's happening now is we are, they are suddenly going to hear from us once a week on the, on the podcast lovely. A few times a day on Twitter when they check it. They might also find us in our Facebook group and see the discussions and see all the stuff we put on the Facebook group. And they're going to get an email from us. Now, with just those those points of contact, suddenly there's a much deeper relationship forming. And more importantly, if they decide, oh, I'm sick of hearing from you guys on Twitter, guess what? They're still on the Facebook group. They're still on the email list. Hell, if they go bananas and unsubscribe from our emails because 
they're not really enjoying the style of the emails or, I don't know, they're having a grumpy day and they hit the, the smash the unsubscribe button. Well, whatever. But they're still in our Facebook group. You're still in our, on our Twitter. They engage with us in many, many different channels, right? Yeah, and there's a bunch of people. It doesn't matter how good you are at email marketing. There are definitely people who come into your business, subscribe for your free thing, get it, and then sort of realize they're now on a list and they sort of knew that because you're good and you, you declared that, but now they're sort of a bit confused and then they unsubscribe because it's just not, they're not as interested at that point in follow hearing from you every day. There's nothing you can do about that. It does happen and it happens in all industries, in all walks of life for all people. And so because you've got this group and the, you know, you've got this Twitter or whatever it's going to be, you've got your Instagram, they still get to hear from you. Another great opportunity opportunity here is, and of course we would recommend this, but it's one of our favorite things to do on this page is to put a link to a survey. Listen, you've just, you can have a little video at the top of the page, by the way, I, I would wholeheartedly recommend having that video to sort of just say, thanks so much. I'm going to send you a link to the report. You notice what's not on this page is a link to download the free thing. We'll come back to that. But you have a little video, tells them how to get the free thing. Then you say, listen, I'd love, now you're in my world. And you can be quite presumptive with that language. Now you're in my world. I'm so excited to get to share all of my stuff with you to help you achieve X, Y, Z thing. So make sure you subscribe, follow me on Twitter. If you use Twitter, make sure you join the Facebook group if you're on Facebook. And actually, now that you're in our world, I'd love to find out a bit more about you to make sure I can serve you really well. Click the button down below and take a quick survey. It's got three quick questions. It helps me find out a little bit about you. Now, here's the cool thing. Once people have done that, not only does it draw them in closer to you, but when they click that button and they go ahead and fill in that survey and they say, well, I've just got my dog. He's a West Highland Terrier and he's two years old. Submit. You can now take them to the page where you sell them the best possible option. Like what all we're doing is we're actually putting one little step in between the landing page that they opted in for and the page where you get to take the money. All we're doing is we're putting in a little page that just allows you to soften that a little bit and 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 just wrap it in a bit more appreciation for the fact they've shared their email address with you and they've invested their email address in being in your world. Heck, you could even have a little banner that takes them across to like your core offer to your membership program or your coaching thing, whatever it is. The key here is just to make sure that, that this page is now much more about all the things you can do for them and they can choose like a pick and mix. Uh, well, I want some fried eggs and some jelly babies, but I don't want the cooler balls. Like they can choose, well, I don't want to be on Twitter. I do want to be in the Facebook group. Oh, and I'll have a look and see what this membership site thing is about. So the opportunity for them to buy is 100% still there, but it's much softer and it's much more in their control. And it's the opposite of the over-eager salesperson. We've all experienced that. And I think we're all hypersensitive to it now. You go into a shop and you just glance towards the new iMac. And suddenly the guy's over there going, hello, how many do you want? You're like, whoa. Actually, I was just looking and I'm just looking around the shop because my girlfriend's in here and I don't know where she is, but I thought she might be over by the iMac. You don't want to be, hey, you've given me your email address. That means you must like me. Give us your cash really quickly. It's a little bit too aggressive. But of course, we don't want to be poo-pooing over the idea of that initial offer on that thank you page. That can work. But I think we, what we're saying is we are suggesting that you test this other method because while you might not make sales immediately right there, what you will create is deeper relationships in this 3D, becoming 3D model that allows you to have a longer-term relationship. Actually, you'll still make sales really quickly. 
I think what's really nice about this is just think about this from a perspective of what's going to happen. You've got maybe a bunch of products or a membership program or a few different things that you could sell. When somebody comes in and gives you their email address, if you have that straightforward tripwire offer or self-liquidating offer, the best thing that you can do is guess which one they might want to buy based on what you just said and hope for the best. Now, if that isn't the one that they want to buy and they don't buy it there and then, now when you start trying to do email marketing to them, there's some confusion there for you about, well, should I try and send them back to the thing that they just looked at but didn't buy? Or did they not buy that? Very likely, because there are other things that would be more relevant to them. And I could sell them one of those things. And so by just taking this little step back and putting that little bit of distance between the two, you could actually do something, whatever it's going to be, whether it's a survey or a quick email with some links in it to segment them and make sure the next thing they start seeing is the best possible thing, as opposed to showing them that tripwire, hoping for the best, finding they didn't buy it, and then now having to find a reason to start emailing them about a different thing altogether. And it really helps to reduce that confusion. That's it. That's it. So you're going to get a lot more insight. Awesome. I think we've uh, I think we've shared that to uh, to the nth degree, and I hope you go and try it out and play with it. Definitely. Very, very cool. So let's get this week's listener's question. Hey, it's Bella Vasta from jumpconsulting.net. And you guys, I was wondering, what do you think? Does it matter if I change up the way that I send my emails? What I mean is that, should I be changing up my template, like going from just text to a beautiful template that looks well-designed to bullet points to sending a video? Um, how often should I actually change the way my email looks? And this is my weekly email. What are your thoughts? That's our friend Bella Vasta. And we're going to have to ask the important question. What would Julie Andrews do? Well, first of all, I want to say hell yeah to Bella. Uh, the second thing I would say is actually I don't. I'm really boring when it comes to my emails and I like them to be super consistent and always look the same. And part of the reason for that is that I think consistency builds trust, it builds a bond and it builds a deeper relationship. So I really, really, really like to have, first of all, I write very simple emails that look like I'm emailing, emailing them to a friend. There's no, well, usually no logo at the top. I try and avoid buttons. I tend to just make things links because if I was going to email Kennedy about something I wouldn't make a button and put it in the email. And I want it to look like it's just an email I'm sending out to a friend, not to be scammy and pretend it is, but just to make it feel like they're they're part of my friendship group as much as they are subscribers on my list. So I like really plain and simple emails anyway, without all of the pizzazz and graphics and things. But also I think the key really is consistency. I'm not saying my way is better than yours, but I think if you pick the thing and you like it and it works for you and your brand and your style and your audience and you stick with it, then that, that, that maintains a really consistent bond with people. And it makes them much less likely to feel like you've just done a handbrake turn on all of a sudden and change direction. I love it. Okay, so my approach is to play with things in the email that are only designed to help you achieve the purpose of the email. So don't change it for the sake of, hey, I want to change the colors because I feel like it needs a refresh. But how? Do, what can I change in this email, whether it's a layout thing or the way you write your emails, the way you do your links, whatever, that allow you to, if your whole thing is getting them to click to go and check out a sales page or watch the video, whatever it is, go and check that out. So one of the things you might want to play with is actually I'm going to strip out all color whatsoever so it's not distracting people get distracted by whether they like the color scheme the way you've got your logo the way you sign things off that's a distraction which could potentially cost you the relationship with the person who's reading if none of that stuff's there it can't cost you the relationship right 
Very cool. We escaped the gunge bucket one more time. Absolutely lovely. Okay, let's... Uh, what do we need to do next? Uh, what, what's, what's on the agenda of next, Rob? Can you remember what we do? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would like to get your questions answered, just like Bella did, then make sure you send us a voice message. You can either do that by uh, calling us on... No, you can do that by heading over to theemailmarketingshow.com. There'll be a little box on the right-hand side somewhere. You can click that, record a little message directly from your phone or your computer and send us a lovely voicemail like that. Or you can send us to it on Instagram or anything, really. Just send us an audio clip of you talking. Make it as simple as you can for you to do it. And then we'll answer your question. On the show. We'd absolutely love it. Thank you for doing that. Everybody who has, by the way, we really appreciate all those questions. We are making our way through them and uh, we really massively appreciate it. Rob, we've got a freebie that we're giving away this week, right? We have, yeah. If you've got tired of looking at your list and thinking, why are these people not buying this thing? Because it's perfect for them. It's the thing they need right now. You need to create some sort of urgency, some sort of reason to do it right now, a compelling motion to get them moving. And so we recommend that you do it with some sort of flash sale type campaign, literally just here's a cool thing. You need it. I want to sell it to you and I'm going to do it as a special offer. So we've got a really cool four day, four or five day flash sale campaign that was ripped out of our best-selling book, The Email Marketer's Game Plan. And we want to give it to you totally for free. You just give us your email address, join our list. You can download it and start using this for yourself. So if you want to grab that, just head over to theemailmarketingshow.com forward slash flash sale. And you'll be able to go ahead and download that. Love it. Now it's time for this week's subject line of the week, subject line of the week. I mean, Rob and I, we're, we're both big, big fans of Janet Murray, and we both got this lovely email from her just the other day, and we both said, did you see that email subject line from Janet? So what is it, Rob? It's, my bum still hurts, and then it's the little peach emoji, which obviously is often used as a sort of, it's cool that we've got emojis to act uh, as little rude symbols now, isn't it? It is, it is, it is. So, I mean, why do you think this works? I mean, it definitely grabs attention. Like, I think your subject line, because so many people check their, their emails on the phone, your subject line has to do the job of uh, of an image or a video in a Facebook ad. It's got or to stop the scroll. notification, really, doesn't it? It's got to stop the scroll. Because if I'm scrolling down and, and I see something that jumps out at me, and do you know what? When I go back to my inbox and I look down it, generally it's so many things like last chance today and the underground secret of such and such. And then you suddenly get my bum still hurts and a little peach emoji, and that just stands out all the way. And you just want to find out what it's about. And I'm on Janet's list because I like her stuff. And I'm a customer and a friend and buy it. Like, so I care. And so once I'm in that email, I now want to know how oh, this is going to be funny. Whatever she's talking about, it's going to be funny. And of course it has a little bit, if you've got a mind like ours, it's got a little bit of a suggestively rude connotation as well, which I don't know whether that was her intention or not, but it has. I think Janet doesn't do many things by, uh, by accident. That's this week's subject line of the week, subject line of the week. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of the show, doesn't it? What a lovely one it was. And what a lovely one it was. Thanks for joining us. Make sure if you haven't already, smash the subscribe button. We'd love to make sure you do not miss out on another episode of the show. See you next week. Janet needs to get herself a comfier chair, doesn't she? And then our bum will stop hurting. That's right.